a sneak peek at episode 104 for Strange Brow listeners. I'm your host, Tobe Johnson, and that's what we're doing today. I'm going to give uh, a sneak peek into what we have going on here at the Patreon channel, patreon.com forward slash Strange Brow Radio is where the weekly show is, but season one for the regular listeners will be coming up on December 1st. So today our guest is Paranormal Pete, Pete Orbea, and Pete and I are going to talk, uh, well, I'm going to give you a clip out of Pete's world in particular, his poltergeist ghost life, but right outside of his world is, uh, is the Olympic rainforest as well as some Sasquatch information, so that's what we're going to talk about today with Paranormal Pete, a sneak peek with Paranormal Pete and his world of Sasquatch. We'll be right back. All right, so bonus content for the regular listener. If you're just listening to this show on a podcatcher such as iTunes, then you will find this to be comforting that we will be coming back, as I said, December 1st, 2020 for season one. But this is just a sample of what's going on at the Patreon page. You want to listen to it its entirety, you do that at patreon.com forward slash strange brow radio. And there you can be a member for as little three bucks a month. And there's a ton. I think there's a ton of content on there. Um, yeah, there there is stuff that you've never even knew that we've done or aired. And so you can check that out. And I believe it gives the byline or the title uh, if you want to look into it before you subscribe. Just go to patreon.com forward slash strange brow radio. And there you can unlock till your heart's content. Hey, I want to offer more, though, than just Patreon. I want to be able to do regular live shows with the regular listeners. So how do we do that? Well, I'm 150. We are 150 subscribers short of 1,000. And at that 1,000 mark then I can unlock certain privileges that YouTube has in their algorithm. So if you haven't subscribed, it's obviously a free event. All you got to do is go to Strange Brow Radio, B-R-A-U, hit the subscribe button, and there uh, you will get access to alerts if you hit the a little alarm or alert key as well for upcoming videos and live events. But... I think the uh, live events once a month on YouTube are something that we can do in addition to the four episodes per season coming up. So beyond that, uh, a live event once a month on, on YouTube for everybody. So what would that entail? Well, that would be uh, you know surprise guests. That would be news. That would be uh, field footage and photographs and... Uh, an interesting project that we're working on the side with regarding power spots and taking that, trying to take that to the, you know, the next level of looking into these power spots. So that's, what's coming up in 2021. I need your help in order to do it. So if you can go to strange brow radio, hit the subscribe button. And then if you went and looked into the individual videos that we have there and hit the thumbs up button, That'll boost the algorithm even further, but I would just hope you could hit that subscribe button. I think we only need 150 uh, people in order to do that, and I think we can get that done 
by the end of the year for sure. Maybe we can get that done as soon as this transmission's up. Um, so I thank you for looking into that. So as promised, my discussion with Pete Orbea. Now this, uh, Pete's usual day job is not only the curator and caretaker of the town of Port Gamble, the event organizer and ghost tour extraordinaire of the Walker Ames house, but we're picking up in the conversation where things turn a little bit uh, squatchy and we talk about Pete's proclivity to listen to the woods at night and what he's seen after he's heard some amazing stuff in the woods so my conversation, or at least a bit of my conversation with Pete Orbea. Well, so. it it doesn't just stop with uh, Ghost and Pete. I know I've talked to you a little bit about uh, some of your experiences with things in the woods. Um, you've had yeah. some uh, some cryptid encounters, or at least some. I mean, you have interest uh, to I, the point where we've yeah. talked about it. So tell me a little bit about that. Well, being I've lived here in Port Gamble since 2007, and the first place, first place we lived, and the place we live now, I got a pretty good earshot to the woods. And in the first house we lived at, there was a few times where I heard some noises coming from the woods. And when I mean woods, there's like four thousand plus acres of old timberland. Um, no house, you know, their houses are on the other end of this block. And so there's uh, a pretty big expanse of area that's people will hike in and, and ride bikes and stuff like that. And I've heard just some weird noises. Like I don't even really know how to describe them, you know, uh, just things that sound like a man but it's not a man you know it sounds too big to be a man unless it's like somebody's got like a very white voice and they can really you know <laughs> get it out there um you know so i've just always heard weird things and mm -hmm. and so I'll, i've told you this story but i'll t i'll share it with uh your listeners so this was five years ago now i think um in the house i'm currently in and i had my dog out late night he was doing his thing you know as i was out there with him and he kind of perked up and you know the woods are a little ways off but sound travels pretty well around here because there's not a lot of buildings and he kind of perked up and kind of pointed towards the tree line which is to the south of me and so then I, you know, when, when you start listening, then you can hear things that you weren't hearing when you were just standing there. Some things come into focus and I hear this weird sound. It was like a weird growling, kind of like a, but like really loud and deep. And then underneath that, what kind of came into focus was these thumping sounds. And my first thought was a neighbor kid, a couple houses down has got to be playing a first person zombie shooter game at like, you know, a hundred <laughs> volume, you know, mm -hmm. 
because the rhythm of this thing was just like a machine gun. So I walked away from my house across the street and up onto this top of this hill, and that put me in really good earshot of the tree line and where the forest is. And once I got over there, I mean, I don't know if anybody's seen Up in Smoke, Cheech and Chong, right? Oh, yeah, the drive-in back in the 80s, you bet. Okay, you remember, <laughs> you remember Chong's giant drumsticks when they're playing the song at the end of the movie? Yeah, yeah. That's what it sounded like to me. It sounded like wood on wood. But it was this, this beat. It was mm-hmm. just this just kind of random beat and this <laughs> this weird growling stuff going mm-hmm. on. I'm like, what in the heck? I've never heard anything like this. I went back over to my house. I woke my wife up. She grew up in the woods. She was like, I have no clue what that is. That is weird. And so she was weirded out by it. And so then it kind of went from this real kind of grovelly sound to more of a, uh, and then it just stopped. And I was like, what in the heck? Well, then I hear some trucks coming down the road. And that time of night, you can hear from a miles away trucks coming, right? And I could tell, I was like, oh, geez, there's some semis are coming through with their overnights, you know? and because it was like low gears you know coming through and i'm standing on my front porch and just trying to listen to see if anything more i'm like god these these trucks are loud well they weren't trucks they were humvees and they had uh there was two humvees and they both had guys in the turret and they were spotlighting the tree line where i was just hearing these noises and they were driving about five miles an hour and I went, oh, crap, I don't want them to see me. So I ducked down <laughs> and I could hear them drive around. And I know the access roads that are right, right in the tree line. I know where they go mm-hmm. and, you know, very familiar with them. And I could hear them driving back up this road towards the tree line where I was hearing these noises. And then I didn't hear anything after that. Never heard them come back out of there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I stayed up for a while longer listening and I didn't hear anything come back out of there. And But the, it's the fact that all of a sudden there's these military Humvees rolling through Port mm-hmm. Campbell at, you know, 1.30 in the morning using spotlights and, like, really shining the lights up where I was hearing these noises. I was, like, kind of freaked out, like, whoa, what the heck is going on? Well, so a couple of days go by, and a friend of mine came over and, and I said, uh, he's, a, he's one of my bandmates now. Um, I said, we got to go over there. We're going in the woods. And he's, you know, he's like, all right. Because <laughs> I didn't want to go over there by myself because I didn't know what I was going to find. And so it was me and him and my dog. And we took a cruise over there. And basically, every time we stepped into the tree line, there was two loud knocks. Boom, boom on on a tree you know well you could tell it was wood on wood and so we would you know i stepped out and then we'd step back in boom boom two knocks again and there was two areas that we could access in this tree line and i figured the sounds were coming from between these two access sites 
And one of them was like just an, a little bit of a clearing in the tree line where the land care guys would dump grass and that sort of thing. And the other one was actually a trail. But when we first stepped into that clearing, there was those knocks, right? We tried it again. There was knocks again. And we had that feeling, you know, we started, our minds are getting a hold of us probably a little bit. And we start feeling like something's watching us. So we went back over to this trail entrance, which was probably about 200 feet away. And we go into this, we step into this trail again, boom, boom, two knocks. And there's two of us. And so we go up about, I don't know, 30, 40 feet, and then the trail does a 90 and for about six feet, and then it 90s up again. And then at that point, around that corner is an old power line trail. So where they cut, cut stuff down to run power lines. And it's overgrown, you know, the grass is like four feet tall. So we're at that first bend there, and we heard a big thump. And so we stopped. Now there are bears in this area. You know, we've seen bears. And so we kind of stopped and hunkered down. My dog wanted to leave. He was like pulling on the leash. He wanted to leave. But we kind of hunkered down and we hear this boom, 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 kind of go past us. So uh, up around this 90 degree corner here, we hear these big footfalls go past us. So we finally got up the courage and we went around the corner and walked up to the power line trail. Now the trail we're on is six feet wide and the it had recently rained and there were foot depressions in the grass but not prints, just kind of like depressions that I would say are probably easy 14, 14 inches long. And they're about six feet apart. And there was, there was a depression on one side of the trail in the grass and a depression on the other side of the trail in the grass, but nothing in the middle. So something stepped over the trail, whatever this was. We followed it down, and it went straight into a huge mountain of blackberry bushes, just straight into it. And so we're like, what the heck is going on? We went back out. We went up to that first area, that clearing. Again, we stepped into the tree line. Boom, boom, two knocks again. And we got our phones out, you know, we're like scanning everywhere. Like, God, we, we got to see something because something is seeing us, you know, and we had that feeling. And then it, there was this whoop, 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 whoop. And we got out of there. We were, it sounded like a huge monkey is the, how I'll describe it. And we got the hell out of there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Amazing story. That was pretty crazy. It would, yeah. What it was, I don't know. You know, we could see through the trees. There didn't seem to be anybody back there messing with us. Mm-hmm. You know, which there's always a possibility in that. But it just didn't feel that way. I mean, we were like fight or flight. Like we were on, we were keeping it 100, you know. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, and who could have been uh, about there, back that way in Humvees unless uh, the military? I mean, the way you described them, it had to sound like yeah. a military operation. And we didn't, and we didn't find. So I went even after that incident. I went farther back where I thought the noises were coming from, and we couldn't find any evidence of anything mm-hmm. except for on the power line trail, which the trail we were on, where we were hear those footsteps. Mm-hmm. Just past that, and you should come check this out. Yeah. Just past that, 
there was there's these tall trees on either side of the trail, and they looked like some had fallen into each other and created these little canopies in the tops of these trees. It was like okay. natural, naturally formed little canopy in there. Like the a little shelter, like a shelter or a yeah. lean-to or something. Yeah, it looked like a shelter. Yeah. But it was in the but it was in the top of the tree. Okay. But it was interesting. Just, it was, yeah, it was. That and was how weird. how far was this away from the power lines? Was Those it right trees? there? Was it was this was all the action kind of near a power line? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was all kind of around that mm. that power line trail that went mm-hmm. you know, perpendicular to how we were coming into the tree. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard not to say that uh, there's something to them accessing an energy source like more than just a route or an access point. The same way that ghosts seem to yeah. drain batteries, there's a lot of uh, interesting things that happen, including UFO sightings over power lines or power plants or nuclear facilities and and same with bigfoot you see them in graveyards you see them in uh, rock quarries uh where you know there's quartz and and some sort of power source i suppose yeah. and, and then power lines so um i don't know have you ever thought about going back out and taking uh perhaps a, a new turn in pete's life you can call yourself <laughs> you know sasquatch pete too part of the time I've always been interested. Um, I've always, since a kid, I've always been interested in it and always thought it was possible. I was mm-hmm. always open to it. Um, you know, there, I've been, been interested in the past few years. I met uh, Michael Beers at the mm-hmm. Port Gamble Ghost Conference, and he kind of reignited that interest uh, yeah. with me, you know, with, with Sasquatch. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, It'd just be cool to see one. I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> I feel the you same know, way. Be great to get one on on camera or video, but it'd just be great to see one. Just to think, okay, there's something more, you know, mm-hmm. something more than than what we know or want to know. And so I think you know that would be just cool to to see one and have an experience. So I'm I'm interested in it. There's a lot of crossover with uh, the paranormal and the ghost phenomena. There's a lot of bleed over between the two. And uh, sometimes you feel like you're a ghost hunter when you're out there in Bigfoot country. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, that'd be so cool. I mean, there's so many people have these experiences. There's, you know, it seems like there's got to be something to it. You know, humans are flawed. I get that. Um, you know, mm-hmm. but all these people over how many years you know and same with uh you could say the same for ufo right all these people so many years all these different experiences you know there's got to be something you know uh yeah i i feel like i've seen some you know i don't know i would i guess i called it a ufo because i didn't know what the heck it was but you know lights that uh, suddenly change direction in the sky and move faster than anything I've ever seen, you know, <laughs> things like that, and, you know, change direction and, you know, 90 degrees and like, whoa, I thought right. that was a fast moving satellite and it just turned and turned and now it's gone. <laughs> you know, what wow. was that? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like uh, I've heard Ron Moorhead say, you know, there has to be a, 
a real dollar bill for there to be a counterfeit one. And these real dollar bills exist. It's just uh, being at the right place at the right time to throw one in your wallet. Oh, indeed. Mm -hmm. But I agree with you. I think we're carrying around a lot more counterfeits. And, you know, it's hard to to say how many counterfeits are out there. I don't think everybody exactly means to have a counterfeit with them. They just, uh, you know, hold tight on them because it was such a cool counterfeit to have. And I get that. I probably have a few counterfeits in my life that weren't nothing, but it's uh, it's part of the adventure. Yeah, and that's the same with, you know, paranormal investigation and and spirits, you know, how many counterfeits. And the big thing with that is, um, I like to talk about with tour groups and stuff is expectations. You know, if you're in a, if you're, you know, on a, you know, if you're out Sasquatching, you know, out in the woods and you're like, I'm, I'm expecting to see one. I'm expecting your brain might make somehow that happen. <laughs> yeah. What I mean? And, and yeah. same with, same with, uh, it's really bad with, with uh, paranormal investigation because you know it, and it's easy to do because we're human but you know you're going to a place that's you know is haunted you've heard about it you've heard this or seen this evidence you go in and you're going to be expecting it and either you get let down <laughs> which happens a lot or you have some sort of experience but i think that that experience was probably mm-hmm. i don't know if this is a good word to use manifested you know, by your own brain. So that's mm-hmm. you always have to take into consideration. And here I am, a <laughs> psychic medium saying that, right? <laughs> well, would you agree, Pete, that most skeptics, and this will be my final question for you, most skeptics that look into this that are um, honest skeptics, they're not debunkers, that they walk away finding out that uh, they peered into the rabbit hole and been changed by it that there's something else and that they can't walk away as such a skeptic anymore? Short answer. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yes. I think that if someone is a skeptic and and an honest skeptic, like you're saying, and they're on a paranormal team, Mm -hmm. either they're just scientifically curious or they've had an experience and they don't necessarily talk about it. Mm. Uh, but that's why they're there because mm-hmm. they did have an experience and, and it's the curiosity mm-hmm. that gets, that gets the skeptic. Right. And, you know, I know some great skeptics, um, that keep me, people like me in check <laughs> and, and one of them, uh, Michael White, I think I can say his, you know, he's proud to claim he's a skeptic. Uh, he's a, a great person to learn from and investigate with because he kind of really makes you think about what impact am I having on this investigation? Mm-hmm. And that's parapsychology too, in a sense. What impact am I having on this environment? And that's, you know, it's a hard thing to get, you know, to be skeptical and open. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. My guest today is Paranormal Pete, Pete Orbea of Port Gamble, Washington. Paranormal Pete on Tuesdays from 8 to 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on WLTKDB.com. Also, Pete, you have something coming up here on December 12th from 7 to 8.30. You're teaching or giving a psychic medium virtual gallery reading. Tell people more about that. 
Well, thanks, Toby. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, doing. Uh, I've done a number of gallery readings over the years. They're a lot of fun. Um, a lot of interesting information can come through for those who need to get it. And I just thought that, you know, in this time of COVID, you know, we're all in this uh, virtual world. And um, yeah, um, <laughs> Psychic Medium and Kasha Amenti did one at the Port Gamble Ghost Conference, and I thought it was just so neat. Uh, it was pretty cool. And I've been wanting to do a gallery reading um, just because I, I enjoy those. And so I thought, well, let's do a virtual one. So December 12th from 7 to 8.30, 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Um, and I'm limiting it to 35 people. Um, and basically anyone has the opportunity for a message to come through or reading. Nobody's guaranteed one, of course. And by the way, if you ever go to a psychic and they guarantee you a reading, don't go to that person. <laughs> That's not how it works. Um, but uh, not everyone's guaranteed a reading, but everyone has the chance, and uh, you never quite know who's going to come through. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm just hoping that because this year's just been so crazy, and you know, I want to try and help get some messages across for those who need to hear them, um, especially in these times when we're getting into the holidays mm -hmm. and, and thinking about loved ones we've lost and family who's not here anymore. Uh, I thought it'd be pretty cool to do it in this time. Yeah. I mean, let's remind people, too, that Christmas uh, originally was a time to celebrate and contact loved ones. It really is the yeah. time when the veil is the thinnest. And December 21st, uh, man, we might have all sorts of stuff happen on December 21st when oh, yeah. uh, Jupiter and Saturn align. So it may be a wild year to come get a reading from Pete or Bay. And if they want to get tickets for that... Uh, they go to portgambleparanormal.com? Yep, and go to the Paranormal Pete Show page. Okay. And you can get tickets there. Or I have a Facebook event under the Paranormal Pete Show Facebook page. So um, thanks for thanks for mentioning that, and um, thanks for having me on tonight, Toby. It's a good conversation. Love it. Yeah, man, absolutely. Paranormal Pete, we'll talk to you soon, my man. All right, Toby. Thanks a lot. All right. That was your sneak peek. At my combo with Paranormal Pete, Pete Orbe. If you want to hear the full conversation, check out patreon.com forward slash strange bow radio. If you want to help the show uh, move into the live event category on YouTube, go hit the subscribe button and there will uh, make sure we have one live show a month for you. But uh, we just need those 150 people, I think, maybe actually 140 people. To subscribe, so if you haven't, think about doing it. And then, if you can, go hit the thumbs up button on the previous videos as well. That's it for now. Okay, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Thanksgiving, all that stuff's in the midst. We're in the middle of lockdown number two, maybe three for some of you. So, hey, we all need a place to crash. <laughs> Why not crash? Uh, Right here at Strange Brow Radio. I know. It's uh, amazing times. And we'll leave it at that for now. Okay, if you'd like to be a guest on the show too, get in touch with me at strangebrowradio at gmail.com. And uh, if you have guest ideas or just want to drop me a line, strangebrowradio at gmail.com. That's it. You know how it goes. I will see you in the trees.